Uh, you know, screwdriver, nail gun, crowbar, and a jigsaw. But do you recall the most famous elf of all? Uh, no, I don't. That'd be Mitch. He had three legs and was the last elf who could make it snow. Oh, I'd love for it to snow. Yeah, well, we lost him in a blizzard. Thank you very much for your hospitality. You're welcome, Rocco. I'm having a party tonight. It would be lovely if you could all come. Party? Uh... It's a Christmas party. Oh, then heck yeah. On the Lord Hut, here we Nick. On the Lord Hut, here we Nick, Nick. On the Ricky Tiggy Low, while living number one Nickelodeon. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. I'm Andrew. I'm Shannon. And this is episode 37. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about Rocco's Modern Christmas mm-hmm. or Can't Squeeze Cheer <laughs> from a Cheese Log. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh... <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll talk a little more about that strange subtitle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Shannon's here with us for the first time today. Hello, Shannon. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Excited to be here. Uh, excited to have you. Uh, are you a Rocco fan? Um, I am. Some episodes I really hate, but some are like hilarious. Yeah. So. Okay. Back and forth on that. Interested to see how you're feeling about the Christmas special today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, so as, as we've been doing all month, we're talking holiday episodes. Uh, I guess they folk, they've tended to focus on Christmas we haven't talked any Hanukkah yeah. or <laughs> yeah. There's not too many other ones yeah. out there. Yeah, um, Rugrats has yeah, the Hanukkah. Rugrats Hanukkah. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I think uh, as told by Ginger might have something, mm. but maybe I'm just okay. imagining that. Uh, yeah, but there's a there is a lot of holiday stuff which we just don't have time for. But um, we're gonna, as Andrew said, end the December Christmas run with. Rocco's Modern Christmas. Uh, Before we do that, um, we just kind of want to give you guys a heads up about the next few weeks. So over the next few weeks, Andrew and I are going to do two kind of separate ideas or separate episodes with the same kind of theme, which is 2017. So we're going to do a year in review 2017. We're also going to do like a look back on the episodes of the podcast so far and just kind of fun observations and talk about a whole bunch of stuff and so we thought it would also be fun if you guys want to get involved send us an email leave us a comment or uh, what we'd really be hopeful for is for a few people to leave uh send us recordings of their favorite things from 2017 their least favorite things from 2017 or any thoughts on the podcast that you really want to uh tell us about so hit record send to us and uh we'd be happy to play it over the next few weeks um and speaking of you guys we got some comments and thoughts on some of our past stuff so uh let's hear what you guys have to say uh vincenzo sent us a list of his uh some of his christmas favorites Hmm. Um, he says feliz navidad gut buckets (laughs) very nice um his top five christmas movies include white christmas I don't think I've ever seen that. No. I've heard of that. Never have seen it, though. Okay. Uh, Number four is Miracle on 34th Street. Heard of that one. (laughs) Uh, Three is Christmas Vacation. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Two is The Muppet Christmas Carol. Yikes. Ah. (laughs) Not a Muppet's (laughs) fan. I really liked that one when I was little. (laughs) 
I've never been into Muppets really. Yeah. Or uh, puppets in general, I guess that much. But, okay. Um, and his number one is A Christmas Story. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Good pick. Very good. Um, he says that his honorable mentions are Home Alone one and two and Jingle All the Way. Nice. Um, and It's a Wonderful Life. Batman Returns. Ooh, yeah. That's kind of like in the same vein as we were talking last week, Gremlins, Love yeah. Actually. Uh, that's a good call. Bat- Takes Bat- place during Christmas, but not like... Very wintry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that one. He also says, while he was happy Rugrats, Santa experience defeated Doug's Christmas story. There's <laughs> one Christmas special that may defeat them all. Hey, Arnold. The episode of Arnold's Christmas tells the backstory of Mr... Win saving his daughter during the evacuation of Saigon mm. during the Vietnam War, and it may just be the deepest Nickelodeon went in terms of story. <laughs> the look on Win's face when Arnold, thanks to Helga's secret help, is reunited with his daughter still chokes me up to this day, and I am not ashamed to admit it. <laughs> This episode is the true meaning of hol- of the holiday season. It is not about presents, but the love of family and friends. Yeah. Well said, Vince. <laughs> uh, he also says, keep up the good work, and go karate chop me a turkey sandwich. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that one's for Bobby. <laughs> um, any favorite Christmas movies? Holiday movies? Um, Die Hard? It's not a traditional oh, Christmas boy. movie. <laughs> this would make Brett very yeah. upset. It happens to be my favorite. <laughs> okay. All also, right. Jingle All the Way. Yeah, probably yeah, the best good. one. Very good. Christmas Ye- Vacation, but that's like starting to get a little overplayed now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Still one of the good ones. <laughs> All right. Um, we also had just kind of a few stray comments as far as just uh, talking Rugrats versus Doug. Um, Shelzy told us that she thinks both are awesome. Uh, she also loves the Rugrats uh, holiday episode of Babies in Toyland. And a couple people said we probably should have matched up Babies in Toyland versus Santa Experience, which, you know, you yeah. live, you learn. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but she says she has to vote for Doug. Uh, she Ooh. says that one really gets her with a couple, I think they're crying faces. <laughs> yeah. It's an emotional you episode. Know, you know what I didn't mention last week that I should have is that uh, it's a pretty like complex situation for a kid's show. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, kind of pushing the boundaries of like how much kids can uh, kind of uh, <laughs> it's Doug dealing with an adult legal system and uh, well it's Doug dealing with adults yeah, primarily yeah. rather than his friends and what you do in that situation of like you're, you know what's going on but you can't prove it and yeah. it's just a yeah you know. okay uh, also thoughts on Doug versus Rugrats uh, Justin um, said Rugrats is a better Christmas episode. I generally like Doug as a show better, though, and he says he doesn't think Rugrats holds up very well. Mm. Hmm. Uh, and Sanguino Bambino said, Why couldn't the Doug Christmas special be about Doug having to find the perfect gift as Patty's secret Santa? Or maybe mm. or maybe Quailman versus Santa Claus. <laughs> Uh, anything but a courtroom drama and a dog <laughs> condemned to death. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then a f- um, Pending Pod said, uh, definitely going with Rugrats. The real question is Rugrats Santa Experience versus uh, Rugrats Hanukkah. That's a tight race. Uh, 
and Jamie says, I vote Doug because he gets no love from the Nick Splat gods. I know he isn't technically uh, considered a Nicktoon anymore, but we can at least give him the proper respect. Yeah. I think she's referring to the move to ABC. Yeah. Uh, and we did and post... Maybe they don't show it on Nick Splat. I don't know. Not, they Sometimes, but yeah. not a lot, yeah. Uh, and we posted a poll on Twitter, and uh, it's... it's uh, Rugrats has a commanding lead. Wow. <laughs> 61% to 39. Okay. But, um, all right. Uh, it was fun to well, talk. yeah, it was a good episode. I mean, I liked it. Both were yeah. both were very good, and I think uh, uh, we're definitely going to talk about uh, another good one today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, my opinion. But uh, <laughs> before we do so, uh, let's take a look back in time. We're get, This time around, we're going to December of 1994. So Rocco's Modern Christmas premieres on Saturday, December 1st, 1994. You ready to go back, Shannon? I'm ready. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, so in December of 1994, a fire in a theater in China kills 310 people. Mm. Very sad. The Nobel Peace Prize that year is given to Yasser Arafat. Howard Stern talks Emilio Benilla out of uh, jumping off the George Washington Bridge. So in like a live segment on the Howard Stern show, it's like an hour and a half of him talking to this guy who called to say he's going to jump off a bridge. Uh. And Howard Stern actually convinces him not to. <laughs> so, Crazy. I don't yeah. specifically remember that. No. It's pretty interesting. And I tried to follow up to see, like, is Emilio still around? Yeah. And I just I couldn't find much. Um, but I thought that was cool. Uh, construction begins on the Three Gorge Dam in China, which is one of the largest dams in the world. Uh, they started in 1994 and don't finish until 2008, so 14 wow. years to build. Yeah. Uh, th- this one's an interesting one. It was the first snowless winter, or I'm sorry, it was the first snowless December in the recorded history of Baltimore, Maryland. So huh. not one day of snow in Baltimore that <laughs> December. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's more interesting to me that like someone keeps the records on that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine like on December thirty first, some like meteorologist being like, "Oh man, it's gonna happen." <laughs> Uh, and then finally, uh, very sad in the pop culture news, Cindy Crawford and Richard Gere get divorced. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> what a shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And so, as always, we're also going to look at music, movies, and video games in the month of December 1994. So, the number one single uh, for three of the four weeks is our favorite, Boys to Men, mm. <laughs> with the song On Bended Knee. <laughs> But uh, the run was interrupted for one week. So one week in December. <laughs> do you do you know Ina uh, Ina Kamosi? No, I don't no. think so. <laughs> they had a song called "Here Comes the Hot Stepper," uh, which <laughs> I think if you heard it, you'd know it. Um, but yeah, so they they stole the thunder from Boys to Men for one week, and then Boys <laughs> Boys to Men took right back over. So uh-huh. I'd never heard that song. Mm-hmm. So I went on Spotify. Actually, had to do a private session so that no one would see me <laughs> listening to that. What you feel shame listening to Boys to Men? I did. <laughs> At first, I really hated it, and then it's kind of growing on me now. Oh, so, <laughs> might have created a Boys to Men fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very nice. Uh, <laughs> Uh, movies in December of 1994. The number one movies. There's three that month. Uh, so the Santa Claus. I am a fan of the Santa Claus. I know. 
What, uh, Shannon, feelings on uh, Tim Allen's? Yeah. Yes, okay. It's All right. awesome. Okay. Uh, a movie called Disclosure with Michael Douglas and Demi Moore. Haven't uh, seen it. Uh, I even pulled up the movie on the internet and still nothing. So, uh, And then for two weeks, Dumb and Dumber uh, with Jim Carrey and Jack yeah. Daniels. So if you had to watch... Let's just we'll rule out disclosure. If you had to watch Dumb and Dumber or The Santa Claus, well, Dumb and Dumber, okay. Oh, The Santa Claus for sure. Wow. Dumb and Dumber is just too dumb. <laughs> is that possible? It's just <laughs> too dumb that it's like not funny, really. Oh boy, I was I was obsessed with Dumb and Dumber when I was little. It was uh, part of my Jim Carrey phase. And then a lot of video game action in December of that year. Uh, Sony releases the first PlayStation in Japan. Uh, On December 9th, Namco releases its first 3D fighting game, Tekken, to arcades. Familiar? I recall that happening and it being (laughs) incredible for like a year or so. Yeah. You know, it's over the blocky look of it after that. Seems like 3D goes in phases of like blowing people's mind and then people forgetting for a decade and then 3D's back. Yeah. Um, the the low point I would say being Virtual Boy, maybe. Oh, Virtual Boy, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, um, what's the game? Tekken? Uh, Tekken wasn't actually like 3D. I just mean, like, it was, you know, like Mario 64 is 3D. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I More three-dimensional yeah. than what had previously existed. Yeah. <laughs> On December 10th, Nintendo releases Wario's Woods, the last official game to be released on the Nintendo ent- Entertainment System in North America before Nintendo would officially discontinue production of the console. Yeah. Never a, played Wario's Woods. A poor Wario game. Hmm. It's a puzzle game. I mean, ah. if, you know, if you're into <laughs> the non-Tetris puzzle games, yeah. it'd be fun. Yeah. December 16th, Mega Man X2 is released in Japan. Hmm. And December 21st, Bungie releases Marathon, one of the earliest original first-person shooters for the Macintosh. And I've never played Marathon. I've never even heard of it. Nope. (laughs) Uh, So that's... uh, Oh, I should also note, uh, you know, for movies, another movie that came out that month that was number one, Richie Rich. Oh, yeah, uh, I loved Richie. Rich. I did like that. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin's kind of like anticipated follow-up to the Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was good. It was pretty good. Not bad. Not bad. No, yeah. The I, uh, roller coaster in his backyard—that's maybe the most memorable thing about it. I think it suffers from the same thing Blank Check suffers oh, from, I, which is also it allows you to kind of live the fantasy through the character. But they're both very sad movies. I mean, both kind of about <laughs> loneliness as a child. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they don't. I don't feel that the movies overall are sad. Mm-hmm. You know, moments in them, but most of it's just them like having fun with the money and. You know. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and Richie Rich turns into like almost like a caper at the yeah, end. Yeah, they're like in Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Richmore. I, 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 I'm, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mount Richmore. Not to spoil anything for anyone who's still uh, got uh, Richie Rich on their DVR. Uh, and then uh, music, uh, a, a big release that month. Uh, for alternative music, Bush releases 16 Stone, which had uh, like 20 hits on it. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So uh, that's a little bit about December of 1994. Very good. Well, I think this may turn out to be a high point of this month after hearing all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. 
So let's jump in. Sure. Rocco's Modern Christmas. And can't squeeze cheer from a cheese log. I just don't know about that. Um, yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with the episode, really. <laughs> Not that I could figure. Does it mean anything? Um, like... I literally thought about it for a while. Oh, maybe like you can't like not being able to get the Christmas cheer from stuff, but they just use cheese log because it's like alliteration. Yeah, cheer and cheese log. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think the cheese log has much to do with it. (laughs) Yeah, I bet they were pushing for that name, and somebody's like, "Please, just call it Rock's Modern (laughs) Christmas." Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if that was the original name of the episode, and Nickelodeon's like, "No way, yeah. nope." <laughs> this makes no sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we start out with Rocco leaving the house on a dreary kind of yeah. winter day, and he wishes that it would snow. I wish it would snow for Christmas, Spunky. Looks like it's trying. Uh, we start off with Rocco going outside on a dreary winter day with his sled, and he wishes it was snow. Yeah. Uh, kind of a, in a kind of, um, I think, relatable moment as a kid, like, never really having any concept of, like, what's going on outside, so you just, like, when you wanted to go outside in snow, mm. you just wanted to go out there. Yeah. Sometimes it just yeah. wasn't snowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're just dealing with slush. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and I think this is a, this next character is only appears in this episode. The cloud. Yeah, I really like the cloud. Yeah, it's a very cool part of the episode. We describe him as the constipated cloud. Yes, <laughs> yeah. he's trying to poop out some snow, but he just can't can't pull it off. And I love the defeat. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, he really tries hard for a moment, and then it's just pure defeat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but finally, he manages to poop out one little like <laughs> block of ice that yeah. smashes into Rocco's face. Yeah, and we kind of transition into an interesting yeah. opening segment here. Yeah, I th- I don't know if it's for sure. Maybe it's in your trivia, but is it the only time Rocco has an alternative intro? <sighs> I didn't actually specifically look it up, okay. but I believe it is. Yeah. The yeah. only other thing I could think of is the. Uh, Big Head episode. The I have no son. Yeah. Okay. But I, uh, but I think that just starts out like a regular. Yeah. It it, w- it kind of throws you a little bit. Yeah. But I would I will say the Christmas music in this episode is just great. It, uh, <laughs> it and is great. and you'll notice as we're talking a little bit, there's some some of the soundtrack beneath I'm <laughs> playing beneath. Uh, just just for a little r- holiday spirit. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. real catchy nice. jingles. Uh, I think they did a great job. Nice. Yeah, um, so that that opening is interesting. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. It feels like a Christmas card or something. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Fits the episode, I think. Yeah. Um, so when we get back, Rocco sees the neighbors, new neighbors moving in across the street. Um, and this makes him decide to have a po- holiday party and yeah. invite his friends. I like it. Um, hey, I have an idea. Let's get some decorations and have Philbert and Heifer over tonight for a little holiday get-together. That might bring some cheer. <laughs> this is going to be the best Christmas ever. So we uh, then cut over to Ed Bighead, who's inside his house, kind of grumbling about <laughs> Christmas coming up. Yeah. Um, for no reason, really. I guess that's just Ed's kind of... 
yeah. MO. His disposition yeah. of just being a grouch. Yeah. He's the Grinch. Yeah. 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 In the story, yeah. Yeah. He gets very irritated seeing the neighbor's, uh, like, overly decorated house. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, what a miserable day. <laughs> it hasn't snowed in O-Town for decades. Just miserable rain. Oh, no. Not on Christmas. Boo-hoo. <laughs> Oh, and tomorrow's Christmas, can't you try and enjoy it for once? Huh? Well, you go ahead, you just be that way. And close your rope, for cripe's sake. So back at home, Rocco invites Filbert and Heifer to <laughs> a, his holiday party, but uh, immediately after, they start inviting, like, all the people in their lives, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Heifer's parents... His, his mom, he asks, is, is it okay to go over to Rocco's? And they just take that as, oh, we'll come. And Hey, Mom, can I go over to Rocco's for a party tonight? Party? <gasps> How delightful. Party? Well, then, heck with this. Heffa? What time, Rockwell? Um, eight o'clock. Lovely. See you then, dear. Uh, Filbert is talking to Dr. Hutchinson, his, I think it's safe to assume his girlfriend, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he just kind of extends the invite, and she extends the invite down the line. So it's like phone tag a little bit, yeah. and uh, before we know it, we have a full-on party. Yeah. Yeah, what happened? Happy Christmas, Philbert. Christmas? Oh, my gosh. What do you want? I'm calling to invite you over tonight for a little Christmas party. Heffern. Hang on. Hey, honeypot. You want to go to Rocco's Christmas party tonight? Oh, super. Okay. Pick me up after work. Gotta go. Bye, Turtle Pie. Hi, Gordon. It's me. Hey, Rocco's having a Christmas party tonight. Well, for heaven's sakes, count us in. Yes! Did you notice the people that were invited? I off know. The bat? Uh, I know Gordon. <laughs> Who's one of my favorites? Yeah, the guy with the foot foot head. Yeah, I had to look him up. Great. I was like, I don't remember this guy. The I know, only one I really looked into. <laughs> yeah, so I know I know Gordon. I I might blank on the other people. There's also the hippo lady. Oh yeah, um, she's always around. The wild pig. Mm -hmm. You know that character. Yeah, but I don't know the name. Do they have a name? I think it's just wild <laughs> pig. Well, oh. yeah, I didn't look it up. I guess, but. Um, Really, really big man. Oh, really, really big man, of course, yeah. <laughs> and later on, on the phone, we see this, like, f flamingo lady hmm. that looks kind of familiar, but I, I couldn't yeah. figure out who she was. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, Did you notice uh, when when Filbert calls Dr. Hutchinson, mm -hmm. do you notice that she's in her car on a cell phone? Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't even think of it, about it. I mean, yeah, well... It occurred to me that it was strange because it's 1994 and a character's in a car on a cell phone. Yeah. And I just thought this has to be somewhat of an early representation of that. Yeah, this must have been right at the beginning. I remember uh, if may I don't know if we mentioned it on here before, but uh, X Files might be uh, one, <laughs> might be the first yeah. like uh, modern cell phone. Yeah. But that only let like the before cell phones started on there it was only like a couple seasons maybe. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and every time Dr. Hutchinson's called, she's on a cell phone, whereas everybody else seems to be on a landline. So, yeah, that yeah. is interesting. Yeah. Um, well, when Rocco finds out how many people are coming to the party, he heads to the O-Town Mall to get supplies. <laughs> 
Um, and outside the mall, he runs into Filbert and Heifer, who are selling Christmas trees. Yeah. Before before he goes to the O-Town Mall, one of the elves from the house across the street decides to kind of follow yes, him. Yes. So he's we being, see the elf He's following. being followed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you note the name of the the Christmas tree um, store? Whatever you want to call it. Hut? I don't think I did. Not real special. Oh. Pine Palace? Oh, no, I like that. <laughs> Considering what's inside, it's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get a tree, Spunk. Welcome to Pine Palace. Gilbert, you're selling trees? Shush. Don't interrupt my sales pitch. Walk this way to the wonder that is Pine. Hey, Rocco. Heifer and I are cashing in on the holidays, thanks to the Old Town Academy Old Business Correspondence School. Behold our gala assortment. This is it, huh? Well, I don't know. How about, um, um... Snap it up, tree sloth. I ain't got all day. Um, well, did you note the trees? I'm sure you noted that. There was a cactus? One actual tree and an upside-down nutcracker? Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think so, yeah. <laughs> that makes much more sense. I'm like, is that an upside-down British soldier? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's got a bucket on his head. Yeah. And there seems to be, like, a cord with a plug coming out of it. Hmm. And I, I'm not sure if that yeah. means I think something. it's supposed to light up, maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... So anyway, when uh, Rocco and Spunky enter the mall, they see the first they run into Fruitcake Man. In oh, a that's weird right. Moment. Yeah, very strange. <laughs> so he's supposed to be kind of a Santa figure. Yeah. But he, well, let's hear it here. Bring the children to Fruitcake Man. I love the children. Go on, take a gift. I feel nothing. So very strange. Just encouraging kids to. <laughs> take parts of him, him <laughs> yeah guess. he feels no pain um yeah but then he does feel pain yeah right. he like yells <laughs> yeah i don't think he expected the kid to take part of his face yes <laughs> but i mean different parts of his body don't feel pain yeah, yeah. um <laughs> weird uh, moment uh eventually they end up at waldoon's variety mm-hmm. uh, where rocco buys some gifts um and we see a little bit more of the little elf following him. Yeah. Um, and then on the way out, Rocco sees a group of alligator sales clerks harassing the elf. Mm. And Rocco, being a great guy, yeah. does the right thing. Excuse me. Yes, sir. How, How may we, we help, help you? You could start by picking on someone your own size. Um, if it's not too much trouble. Hey, fellas, the pixie lover looks like he's about our size. He sticks up for that little elf. <laughs> At his own peril. Right. Um, yeah, pick on someone your own size. Yeah. and cla- <laughs> Classic, right. Yeah. He gets rid of them in kind of a questionable way, I think. <laughs> Throwing a boot, I guess, or a shoe. shoe for yeah. Them. yeah. To go chase. Yeah. Um, so Rocco drops the little elf off at home, and he discovers that there's a house full of elves yeah. living across the street. I think this is the best sequence in the episode. Yes, it's very good. <laughs> uh, the whole pan of like the elf workshop, I think, is good. Yeah. And uh, this is where we see the Santa robot thing yeah, that they're the, building. Yeah, they're tinkering with it. And, of course, this is the first time we hear the 
Christmas song. Uh, let's just hear it. Man, I used to... Not only did I used to sing this song so much when I was little, I still, yeah. all the time, hope, hope. Yeah, it comes to me at weird moments. It's just such a catchy thing. It's just like embedded in my brain. Yeah. Very odd. I mean, <laughs> if we ever do like just the best songs of Nick, 90s Nickelodeon, be a real contender. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would... <laughs> um, um, so while Rocco's at the elf's house, um, they end up telling him about the most famous elf of all. <laughs> To like Rudolph the rain, <laughs> Red Nosed so Reindeer, yeah, which yeah. Uh, we heard at the beginning, but of course that's. Uh, do you remember his name? Oh, I don't. <laughs> oh, it's it's Mitch. Yeah, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I remember it was so random. <laughs> really made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, got uh, lost in a blizzard, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. That's how they <laughs> the elves lost him. Yeah. Um, Mitch. And he has three legs. <laughs> That's right. And he was the last elf who was able to make it snow. Yeah. A good, a, a good little kind of n- nugget that of a is, story. Yeah, that is a good little magical like thing yeah. for him, too. Like the snow. Yeah. Being able to make it snow. I like that. Um, meanwhile, Ed is getting increasingly uh, infuriated <laughs> by the Christmas season. Um, and that all kind of comes to a head when he realizes that Rocco's having a Christmas party and that they weren't invited. Right. Hurts. Yeah. Hurts. Spitefully, after this happens, Ed tells Filbert that the elves at the party have festering foot fungi. Yeah. Filbert had just dropped off the tree, which is hanging out Rocco's window. Yeah. (laughs) Smashed through Rocco's window. (laughs) Yeah. I love that uh, Filbert tells him it'll settle. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, and then, yeah, Mr. Ed uh, tell, starts that vicious rumor. Yes. So, going to the Christmas party, eh? Yeah. I hear elves are going to be there. So? Oh, don't be silly, Filbert, my boy. Everybody knows elves carry... <laughs> festering foot fungi. Fungi? I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous. I will ruin Rocco's party and teach those elves not to move into Ed Beckett's neighborhood. So his famous I'm nauseous, (laughs) he breaks out in hives, I guess. (laughs) And he quickly spreads the rumor all around town until everybody pretty much has decided not to come to the party. Um, So Rocco sets his whole house up nice for the party. Getting excited. Looks great. And then he's waiting by himself until midnight, and yeah. no one shows up. Boy. In a very depressing... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand it, Spocky. Nobody showed up. Maybe the invitations didn't make it. Maybe Heaven Filbert got held up. Tree for sale. Everything must go. And it didn't even snow. I don't know if I'll ever find Christmas cheer. So when we were talking about Doug last week, you were making the point of like sometimes it's nice to have 
a sadder or like a more somber story of like what it means christmas spirits means and i think this episode did it kind of how i like it where there's like a lot of like fun stuff with like the core of being like having having a serious moment i think this episode really does it perfectly of doing both that's true um yeah it's still rocco so it's pretty goofy (laughs) (laughs) um so just when rocco has given up hope the little elf that he saved shows up at the door to keep him company yeah um and the elf kind of feeling horrible for rocco um goes outside and tries to get the uh (laughs) cloud to start snowing yeah uh, yeah. trying to summon up some christmas cheer yeah finally after reflecting on rocco saving his life he manages to summon a little christmas cheer and the cloud begins to snow yeah in an awesome way, I think, just over Rocco's house. Yeah. That's a great... Right. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Um, in the morning, the whole town has gathered outside Rocco's house to witness the miracle. Even Mitch, who's yeah. been <laughs> missing for however long... Shows up in a taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone finally apologizes to Rocco for ruining his Christmas party. Yeah. Hey, look, everybody. It's Mitch. Mitch, good to see you, my boy. We thought we'd lost you in that blizzard. Did you do this? No, Daddy. And I wasn't lost. I went into seclusion. Seclusion? But why? Because Christmas cheer had all but disappeared. Our little brother here proved he has a true Christmas cheer, as did only one other. (gasps) Rocco! Um... And meanwhile, Ed is still by himself at home, and the little elf comes over to deliver his uh, missing invitation. Do you think the invitation was really missing? Oh, that's a good question. There was a stamp from like, yeah, there w- China or some yeah. like a different country or something. Yeah, yeah, it looked really legit, but Rocco never sent invites. Yeah, he didn't send any invites. <laughs> no, he did send invites. He did? Yeah. There's a weird cut, like, after he calls people on the phone, it just, like, cuts to him outside a mailbox, and it's like, well, I sent the invites out. Oh, okay, yeah, very fast. Yeah, I missed it, too. Um, But when the little elf is over there, he smashes Ed's (laughs) shin with a hammer. Which I did not see coming. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I thought it was a pretty hilarious moment. Yeah, it was good. Um, and, uh, Ed, it's hard to kind of tell what happens here. Yeah. But the, Ed gets, the physics of it don't make any sense. <laughs> Ed gets pulled out of the house and gets wrapped in Christmas lights? Christmas lights by the other elves. If yeah. If you pause it, like, you can see them on oh, him. Doing it. Okay. And so they, like, purposely wrap him up and then hang him up as, like, a centerpiece huh. in Rocco's house. Okay. <laughs> um, and finally, Rocco's parents call him. Uh, in a very nice, nice yeah. <laughs> heartwarming moment, he tried to call earlier. Yeah, when nobody shows up, he he calls Australia, right? Yeah. And uh, nothing. So that's a really nice way to end. And finally, all the uh, Christmas cheer from the party causes it to snow all around O Town. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and we get uh, strange credits, not the yes. usual credits, right? Because it just kind of focuses on Rocco's house, and then you got the robot Santa. Yeah wreaking havoc on <laughs> the town kind of uh, yeah and um and the final moment 
is everybody throwing out their old Christmas <laughs> yeah. tree. Yeah, like the final moment, yeah. just real quick, boom, Christmas over. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. What did you, Any anything stand out to you about the episode, Shannon? Um, I mean, I like the whole thing overall. Yeah. It was the whole Santa Claus thing that really threw me off. <laughs> the fruit man. <laughs> it was like it a very... It started really not making sense. Yeah. <laughs> It's a surreal moment with no no payoff at all. Yeah. Like the Mitch thing could have been a surreal moment, but it had a major payoff. Yeah. Kind of a well, major payoff. A little bit. A last minute payoff. He shows up because the Christmas spirit's back, yeah. right? So Mitch didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Fruitcake Man. Yeah, interesting. It's so weird. Do you remember this episode? I don't know. I mean, you might no, have been a little bit younger. I was actually four oh, when wow. this episode aired. Okay. <laughs> Do you see? So ne- have you ever seen it before? Or no, I don't like think I had time? ever seen this one. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> it was good though. Of of the '90s Nickelodeon, was was there certain shows you were really into? Um, I think Are You Afraid of the Dark was, mm. I still watch it to this day. Oh, good. We have all of the seasons on DVD, so. Well, yes. not to put you on the spot or anything. <laughs> Maybe not all of them. But we've, we've talked a lot about Are You Afraid of the Dark on the podcast already. We've talked about, like, scary characters, favorite episodes. Is there anything that stands out to you, like, either characters or episodes that you're like, man, I love that? Um, The Ghastly Grinner. I feel like mm. that's one for everyone. I've heard you guys mention it before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Probably it has to be the best one of all of them. It really scared me as a child. Still scares me when I watch it. <laughs> it is, yeah. Yeah. Very scary. Um, well, Do, did you remember last week's uh or the Rugrats and the Doug Christmas episodes? Yeah, I listened to some of it. I haven't seen those though, I don't think. Hmm. Um, although Rugrats was I definitely liked that show a little more than Doug, so wow. I feel like I would probably lean towards that one. Uh-huh. Okay. I have to watch those and get back to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, we'll get you in here for an Are You Afraid of the Dark, and we can really nerd out. Uh, <laughs> all right, so you ready for some bios? Yeah. Cool. Hi, this is bios, trivia, ratings, and stray observations. Um, I only looked at one person for this episode because Rocco seems to have like very few voice actors for the most part like and a the lot w- few the few people do a lot of different voices i think only four i looked it up yeah it yeah. looks like that's for the most part the voices and pretty well known voice actors yeah. i mean yeah. people who get around yeah yeah so the one that i was least familiar with did the voice of dr paula hutchison hmm. and I, is, I really like her yeah. i think she <laughs> her name is linda wallum and you might she hasn't done a whole lot uh she's produced some things but you might recognize her from sybil that 70s show definitely don't recognize her from sybil (laughs) (laughs) you'll know this seinfeld she plays hildy uh kramer's girlfriend that's like from the other uh the other oh my gosh wow that's kind of crazy okay Yeah, that yeah. one res- uh, resonates a little more than uh, Sybil. <laughs> what was the one between Seinfeld and Sybil? Uh, that 70s show. Oh. She was just a random character. Okay. okay. Uh, so this episode was writ- well, written by a ton of people. I just kind of picked one at random that I know we haven't talked about yet. His name is Martin Olson. 
and Martin had, uh, besides this episode, wrote 22 other episodes of Racco, uh, including Suckomatic, which is uh, a pretty well-known yeah. episode, and then one of my favorites, Carnival Knowledge, uh, where they go mm-hmm. to the carnival. Uh, he also was the writer of 10 episodes of The Twisted Tales of Felix the Cat, 12 episodes of Joe Murray's other show, Camp Laszlo. Mm. Uh, he's done a ton of Phineas and Ferb, uh, he currently works on a show on Disney called Milo Murphy's Law. <laughs> yeah, I don't know it either. And then uh, he is currently listed as one of the head writers on the new Rocco Modern Life movie, Staticling. Ah. So, cool. And he must be a go-to guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then the director of the episode, did you catch who it was? No. Uh, it's the voice actor who does Filbert, uh, Mr. Lawrence. Oh. Or he's, uh, he's credited as Doug Lawrence, oh. when, I guess, when he's director. Yeah. So uh, Mr. Doug Lawrence directed the episode, and he actually directed 18 episodes of Rocco. Wow. Um, including uh, one we mentioned on this podcast, I Have No Son, which was the other special. Yeah. Uh, he directed to Heckenback, uh, Who's for Dinner, um, so he he's behind a lot of the really good ones. Uh, he also directed six Twisted Tales of Felix the Cat, so, and I noticed a lot of people on Rocco. I I didn't watch Felix the Cat, but uh, yeah. a lot of people on Rocco came from Felix the Cat. So hmm. yeah, so that's uh, a little bit about the writer and director. Great. Well, let's uh, let's move on to some trivia. Yeah. Um, this is one of uh, Ralph Bighead's rare appearances. Uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly how many episodes he is in, but he only. Uh, I think he only talks in the t- like half hour one. I have no son. Yeah. Yeah. But um, he's in the crowd at the end. Yeah. 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 Um, and he appears like in one other episode, I think. Um, but anyway, one of the his few appearances. Um, this is one uh, episode that was on a v- VHS tape, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and this was uh, we've already mentioned. It's the second half hour special uh, yeah. of the only two, I believe. I think there's only two. Yeah. I could be wrong, but yeah. Um, the picture of his parents is in I think only one other episode. Do you guys know what that episode is? I did write that down. <laughs> Trash o madness. Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's it. He lovingly looks at his family. It's a nice moment. Um, I just, I guess this would kind of go along more with bios, but um, I, I did see that uh, Tom Kenny does many voices in the episode, mm-hmm. including Heifer, Papa Elf, uh, and all four of the alligators at uh, Waldoons. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's that's all the trivia nice. I I had. Yeah. Well, I've got a lot of stray observations for this episode. Very so, good. Uh, a lot of things <laughs> to talk about. Let's do it. Um, first of all, this was kind of a weird one, but did you guys happen to count how many leaves uh, flew by on the screen? <laughs> Definitely <throughat>? not. <laughs> I didn't, but it set a fall feeling, and yeah. I was a little thrown off at mm. first. I just kept seeing them like flutter by, and I was like, yeah. oh, I bet I could count these. Yeah. So, But living in Ohio... I mean, that's the reality of winter. Oh, yeah. I mean, O-Town could very well be in Ohio. Yeah, yeah, it could. It, wow. it adds to that kind of depressing <laughs> half of the winter feel where it's, there's no snow. Yes. It's just slush and gray leaves. And, very gray. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I did not count the leaves. I believe there were 45 leaves total. Oh my gosh, uh, you counted at some point. Well, as I was watching this, it. This may be your most uh, obscure <laughs> yeah, observation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Rocco snowsuit at the beginning. Did mm-hmm. you notice the one kind of element of it beside, that was noticeable? It was orange? <laughs> no, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> but, it had a zipper up the front? <laughs> Uh, well, it was the Literally. zipper, but it was like a pea zipper, I thought. You know, uh. it was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, did you catch the name of the gar- or the moving truck? No. Oh. Boy, oh. how did I miss that? Yeah, it was, it was pretty prominent. Yeah. <laughs> O'Hall. O'Hall. Very clever. And even more interesting, did you catch... Did you happen to recognize the uh, movers? From another Rocco episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> they were rats. These like big fat rats oh. from uh, Garbage Strike the Musical. Yes. Wow. And they go to see a movie in the movie theater. Interesting. <laughs> Boy. I've never seen that one. You're, you're on fire today. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mr. Bighead claims that it hasn't snowed in O-Town for how long? Wow. You <laughs> Decades. Oh, okay. not as specific. Right. Um, did you catch Filbert's pet names for Doctor Hutchison? Yes. Nice. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> uh, he calls her my little cheese Danish and cupcake. There's one more. Ah. Uh. There is. I think when he calls her, right? Yeah. I forget what it is though. Uh, honey pot. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you catch her nickname for him? No. Mm-mm. Turtle pie. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> um, the cloud drinks. Do you know what the cloud drinks to try to prune juice? <laughs> yeah, I like. I really, I really like that. that. Yeah. Um, did you note where Filbert and Heifer went to get their? Uh, I don't know what you call it. Yeah, uh, their degree to sell, <laughs> oh, yeah. or their license to sell yeah, Christmas trees. Yeah. You know what? I started writing it down, and I couldn't make out the last part of it, so mm. I quit. <laughs> Did you have any? I just know it was a business school of some sort. <laughs> it was the O-Town Academy O-Business Correspondence School. Oh, uh, yeah. See, if it takes me more than two plays to understand what they're saying, I just move. <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you note the other store in the mall that's next to the one Rocco goes to? Isn't it the one that, um... The so elf goes to one... The elf goes to Waldoon's and Rocco goes into the other store initially. Yeah, because he's looking at... Rocco goes into the store next to it and that's when the... Well, the, the elf goes to to a store just called Shoes. Oh, and when Rocco's going to Waldoon's. I gotcha. But there's okay. one more store visible. No, I didn't see it. <laughs> it is called the Hickory House. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, uh, this one I noted as many of Rocco's guests as I could. It was kind of tough. I mean, there was a lot of people yeah. there. I mean, I, I read that almost every notable character in Rocco appears. Mm-hmm. There the were crowd. certainly a lot. And so, no, I did not oh, write down. Wow. <laughs> did you look at them? I didn't. I had to pause it a couple times just to check, but I, I noted all of these. The Groundhog Cop from the Driving School episode. Mm-hmm. A lot of people from the Driving School episode. 
Um, someone dressed like a snowman. I, I, I've seen him before, but I don't, I couldn't figure out where he was. Um, a biker guy that I kind of recognize. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Rocco's uncle, Gib Hootson. Car- the carnival slug from that episode. Uh-huh, yeah. um, Mr. Smitty, which is Rocco's boss. Uh, the newscaster that appears in a lot of episodes. Spike the Hammerhead mm-hmm. from the baseball one. Uh, Dr. Bandova, the fruitcake man. Um, really, really big man. Bev, the elves. Um, Ralph Bighead. Heifer and his family. Filbert, Dr. Hutchison, the Chameleon Brothers, the deportation guy, the judge from that deportation episode, Dr. Katz, Peaches. One of my favorite characters. <laughs> the Wild Boar. Um, Dr. Iris McFropter. <laughs> the Driving Instructor. Mr. Dupette. <laughs> and finally, a bunch of like random monkey guys that I, I don't know what they were from. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, I mean, that's impressive. I, uh, I certainly didn't have the energy I, for that. I, I'm so happy you did that. <laughs> Wow, there were just so many obscure ones. I was like, I gotta. See it was who these fun are. to look at, but yeah, I just didn't have the energy to, yeah. to, yeah. to stop too long. That's really good. Yeah. Oh man, e- um, easily your best draft observation <laughs> segment. <laughs> um, and my final stray observation is the invitation that um, Ed receives. Mm-hmm. Says Rocco's hoose. Like, spelled uh, like that with one of the O's crossed out and then a U reflect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> cool. Well, sorry to take everything <laughs> if I did. Oh, that's <laughs> alright. <laughs> um, okay, so first thing, really a question. Did Rocco fall out the door at the beginning? Hmm. Or was he just throwing a sled? Because uh, he made, like, weird noise. Yeah, it seemed kind of like he was falling out the door. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> Just a weird, weird beginning. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, so did you happen to take a look at the cards on um, the Bigelow's house uh, by the window? Yeah, so I noticed one said happy, one said joy, one said, like, Xmas or Christmas, or maybe not. Yeah, the one he was holding. Okay. Um, and there was a couple, was there two that said joy, or two that there... said happy? Yeah, there were two repeating. One says Mary. Oh. So Mary Xmas, I think. Yeah. And then one says Lark. <laughs> <laughs> I like had to pause it and really look. I was like, did it mean to say Hark? Maybe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, so that was a little weird. Yeah. I also like the idea that they decorated their window with just whatever random Christmas cards they get. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, so then the one that said Lark had a candy cane on it, which figure out what, <laughs> what it meant. <laughs> um, oh, and then I just noted that when there was um, like the phone trail, everyone's calling everyone, it ended with the elves, and someone told the elves that there were criminal disease trolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a tribe. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking, like, did someone lie to them, or did like the phone tag just, the story just yeah. change? Like, <laughs> I like it. I think it was the phone tag type thing, you know, what message do yeah. you get at the end? <laughs> um, when Rocco calls Heifer, his grandpa answers, and his grandpa says to Heifer, it's your beaver friend. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a reoccurring joke from uh, Who's for Dinner. Yeah. Yeah. 
that was funny. <laughs> um, I think that was all of mine. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't have much left, but here's what I got. Uh, did you did you take note of how much the stamps were that uh, Mrs. Bighead was using? I noticed there was flies in Christmas. Yeah, like a snowsuit kind of. Yeah. yeah, but no. I, uh, the stamps were for twenty five cents. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if that was accurate to the time. Seems like it could be. It could have been. Yeah. Uh, do you note what Heifer's mom calls Rocco when she takes the phone from Heifer? No. Oh, I don't. Uh, she calls him Rockwell. <laughs> <laughs> um, we didn't even mention it. What time is Rocco's party supposed to start? Ooh, Ooh is it eight or nine, maybe? Seven? I don't know. Eight. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because when he looks at his watch, there's only two numbers. <laughs> so. um, when the gators uh, ask Rocco if they could help him, he says yes. He's looking for a shoe of a particular make. Do you did you note the size and the type of shoe that Rocco wants? I think he said in plaid. It's a plaid shoe. But I don't the know size. what size. Uh, he's no, he's I'm... he's looking for an 11, 11 and a half in plaid. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and finally, what does the little elf try to do to make this uh, cloud snow, but fails? So we eventually he sends up kind of a heart, yeah. which does the trick. But his first try, he he attempts something else. I just remember him like squeezing his eyes shut, like trying to. That's the first thing he tries. Uh, the last thing he tries before he gets the heart is he pulls a chicken from a hat. Oh, I huh. did. Very quickly, yeah, <laughs> with with no this. impact. The cloud is not <laughs> impacted, but uh, yeah, just kind of a strange little thing. Uh, yeah, a lot of good stray observations from this yeah. one. Um, so, ratings. Yeah. Uh, this episode is rated an 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb. A 9.1 out of 10 on TV.com. And so, out of five Crib Stars, what do you give Rocco's Modern Christmas? This was tough. Uh, I was really debating it, but I finally went with four and a half Crib Stars. Cool. Um, Partially because, I think for a Christmas episode, it was a particularly good one. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not usually big on Christmas episodes in general, so, but this one I really liked, um, and it just had a good story, kept me entertained the whole time. Um, I, I almost gave it a four, but it it elevated the fact that they can make like a Christmas episode good to me. Yeah. Kind of elevated it a little, so I that's what I did. Very good. Very good. I gave it a four. Okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, Rocco's Modern Life, not maybe my favorite. Wow. So that's the only reason why I got bumped down a little bit. Yeah. There are worse episodes. I will <laughs> definitely say that. It was pretty good, though. I mean, yeah. things came together overall. Definitely uh, some random weird things, though. <laughs> you said you liked Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like, that's be one of your favorites of the animated stuff. If you had, like, if what's your go-to 90s Nick animated show? Oh. Um... That's a tough one. 
I'd have to think about that one and get back to you. Yeah. I would say Rugrats just because I'd seen it so many times. Yeah. Um, so I would probably go with Rugrats. Okay. Well, you were still watching that air, that same... I mean, you saw Doug Rugrats and... Yeah. Uh, Doug I Ren liked. Ren and Stimpy. Like... Ren and Stimpy I didn't like as much. Mm. But... Amen. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I also gave it a 4.5 wow. out of 5. Um, I think it's... Uh, <laughs> hey, a 4, a four is... Making some enemies here. <laughs> no, no, no. A 4 is highly yeah, respectable is on this podcast. Yeah. Um, that's rarefied air. Yeah. Especially, I'm a we, tough critic. We've been, we've, been, we've been slumming in the twos yeah, <laughs> for like yeah. the last two months. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think especially like because we've done Halloween, we've done Thanksgiving, and now we're doing holiday episodes. I feel like there's just been so much like middle of the road yeah. stuff that this when it was over, I was shocked that it was 20 minutes because it felt like none of the time was wasted. I wasn't at any point bored, yeah. including like the Rugrats and Doug stuff. Where even though I like both of those episodes, they're definitely both both have those moments of all right, let's go. Yeah. Um. So I think it was. Did the holiday feel really well? Uh, I just think Rocco, so f- it's really funny. I mean, just really outlandish moments to the driest moments. Um, and I love the Christmas music in this episode. As, as I mentioned, I think they did a great job with that. So it really felt like they put like a lot of energy into this being a holiday special while also being a Rocco episode. And so... Um, I don't know if it's my, it's my favorite Rocco. I guess I have to like dig through them, but I think they did a really great job with it. Yeah, um, it was also really nice to look at. Yeah, um, I, I think this is like once they've already kind of got their bearing. So like the animation's yeah. pretty neat, and yeah. uh, there's just a lot of uh, characters in this episode, and a lot of things that you don't normally get to see. Yeah, in the show. a lot of locations. I yeah. love I love going to O Town Mall. Yeah. Anytime you start with good. that. Um, that kind of wide shot of the just gigantic parking lot, which of course they play for a lot of laughs throughout the series. Um, I like being at O-Town Mall. It feels kind of, I don't know, it feels fun and wacky. And weird. You look at the map, it was like huge. Yeah. He's like, gotta go to Sector B. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the little Christmas tent was a great setting. Yes, that was a good uh, addition to yeah. the episode. Their little... Uh, their own little storyline over there. Yeah, Heifer and Filbert's little thing, and um, and then of course the elves' house was just really with the train going by and the elves kind of doing all their stuff. Yeah. So it felt uh, it felt like they put a lot of heart into it, and I can appreciate yeah. that. Did, uh, while I'm thinking about it, did you happen to notice what tree was left finally in the Christmas tent? <laughs> there was one left. Yeah. Was it one of the ones that were was, yeah. was originally there? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Boy, I know. I guess I don't remember. It was the cactus. The cactus. And it was, like, was frozen. And... Yeah. I love okay. how long Rocco thinks about which tree to pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <that laughs> as is. if it's even, like, a question. Yeah, and they totally lose their patience with him. That's the other thing. When he picks the tree, which is, like, it is clearly the best-looking Christmas yeah. tree, it's alive. It has eyes yeah. and it's like, smiling. It's, so happy to be picked. <laughs> and the second... Uh, Heifer cuts it down. It is dead. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's very a, weird <laughs> a surreal moment. Yeah, <laughs> morbid. Yeah, um, and I I I really like uh, Philbert's 
back and forth between being like super paranoid and anxious about what's going on and then just being a total jerk about yeah. what's happening here. Yeah. It's kicking Rocco out of the tent. He's <laughs> taking too long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So overall, uh, a pretty fun episode. Great Christmas episode. I think this is one of the most memorable of the Nicktoons Christmas. Maybe the one. For me, it's the one I remember watching. I watched it when it originally aired, and they'd re-air it sometimes. And I just really I remember watching this one and at the time making me laugh. Uh, and that ho-ho-ho song doesn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> And this one really does feel Christmassy. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. uh, as far as Christmas spirit goes, this one just has a real great Christmas feel to it, I think. Yeah. I think we struggled with Alex Mack. It felt like it was kind of gripping, uh, yeah. you know, reaching a little bit. <laughs> and um, Doug, I think we kind of know the drawbacks there of it's Christmassy, but not totally. And Rugrats, where it was almost like so Christmas, it's stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and this really hits that sweet yeah. spot. Um, but of course, yeah, if, uh, next December, there's plenty of more to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we'll talk <laughs> Arnold then. And yeah. I really want to talk Eureka's castle. Maybe we can do Christmas in July. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So in, sometimes we do YouTube comments, uh, just funny YouTube comments. And th- there wasn't any YouTube comments that stood out to me on this one. Uh, but before we were recording, Shannon, you mentioned you saw some pretty funny ones on Amazon. Yes, so I looked up the VHS tape on Amazon. <laughs> Just curious about it. Yeah. And there was a comment about someone who didn't like the episode, so they happened to donate the VHS <laughs> to the library, which is funny to me because, I mean, the VHS isn't cheap, so... No. It's like, if you... If you didn't like the episode, like, why would you get it on VHS rather yeah. than just, like, watching it online, maybe? Unless it's an original copy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. True. Um, yeah, so, so going through some of, not YouTube, but some of our Amazon comments for the Rocco's Modern Christmas VHS tape, uh, as Shannon mentioned, uh, one customer gave it one star and said, I donated this VHS to the library because I hated it. <laughs> Um, another equally angry review, uh, one star titled too mature to be on Nickelodeon. <laughs> I think the show is too mature to air on Nickelodeon. I mean, stuff like the naked scenes. Well, they didn't show it, but still come on. Second of all, the blood on the show. I remember an episode where a person's hands got cut off and they showed a lot of blood. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> Third, the violence. It has too much violence. And also the language in the show. I remember an episode where the cow, I think it was Rocco's friend, he went to hell and there was a sign that said, welcome to hell. But instead of putting the word, they put the word heck, but you can see the word hell. (laughs) (laughs) And they mentioned that this show was rated TVY, but they they think it deserves to be TVPG. I don't remember any blood on Rocco to speak of, but it seems like. Probably, maybe was. I don't know. Maybe. I, <laughs> certainly wasn't spraying around at any point. I would agree, probably this should have been TVPG. Yeah, maybe. For, yeah, sure. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have any complaints about the... Uh, another one-star review titled P.U. Uh, the theme song is awful with those annoying high-pitched voices. I can't stand it. <laughs> Uh, and then there's a two-star review uh, titled, Yeah, Right. 
uh, and I think this is the one you're talking about, Shannon. It says, you charge that much for one episode? I don't think so. <laughs> I have found it on DVD for $10, and not just one episode, a whole season. Your price is wrong. I don't think your customers realize that you're taking and uh, taking them for all they've got. It's wrong. And three people found that helpful. <laughs> I mean, you have to remember that, like, VHS is old now, so it's like collectors. I would, yeah. If you're gonna buy something like I that, I do not think anybody's buying this with the idea of like, "Ooh, I can't wait to get this in the right? VHS player." <laughs> Uh, yeah, it seems like the lowest uh, the lowest price you can buy this for is twenty three dollars and ninety nine cents. Hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, VHS making a comeback. Suddenly, yeah. there's like a whole wave of people that you know are just into the look and operation, I guess, of VHS. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It's interesting. All right. Well, uh, any thoughts before we wrap things up, Shannon? Anything you need to get off your chest about '90s Nickelodeon or <laughs> or Christmas <laughs> or Christmas or? Um, no. we've been asking everyone our favorite, their favorite gifts from childhood. Do you have gifts. any favorite gifts? Oh, um, nothing that I can remember. No gift that when you got it, you <laughs> were just, just like amazing. I yeah, don't know. you never felt that ex- that uh, gift excitement. Wow. <laughs> I mean, of course I did. I always yeah, got, yeah. like, a million things. Yeah. My parents always, like, just overdo Christmas in, like, mm. the best way. Like, our entire living room is just full. You don't even know what to look at. Yeah. But, um, I mean, we got a few game consoles, so. Yeah, yeah that's what some of ours GameCube probably still my favorite. GameCube? Mm. Yeah. Okay, cool. So. Nice. One that struck me that we, we talked about a couple things, mm-hmm. but uh, the Talkboy from oh, Home Alone yeah, 2. Oh, yeah, that was... That was a big deal. Uh, we never had one. I never had one. Mm-hmm. You had one, I yeah. remember. Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Played with that thing until it broke. <laughs> Talkboy, yeah, that was that was a big gift. Which feels so incredibly... It's a tape recorder that you can put on your hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can slow your voice down, but... Yeah, that was um, cool. Yeah. Um... um what, uh, is it, do you have a favorite holiday? Favorite time of year? Um, Halloween is definitely mm. my favorite holiday. Ah. Next time we'll have to get you in on Halloween. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, speaking, real fast, going back, speaking of, um, Home Alone. Yeah. Uh, last week I, I chastised Corey a little bit who wrote to us saying that his favorite holiday movie was both Home, Home Alone yeah, yeah. 1 and <laughs> 2. <laughs> All right, so... So, he did the right thing, which is uh, he he clarified. <laughs> so, he, so this is this is what Corey said. He said uh, if he had to choose between Home Alone one and two, uh, because he always likes watching them in conjunction, mm. back to back. Uh, he guesses he would have to go with uh, the first movie um, if he if he had to choose. <laughs> um, so yeah. and I. I, can, I think that's the right choice. I can respect that. Yeah. Man, there's it's tough though. I like a lot about it, Home Alone too. Yeah. Like the city setting. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's tough. Home Alone two's got some like kind of scary moments. Yeah. With like people in the park, that yeah. cab yeah. driver. Freaky. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really freaked me out. Uh, and then he Corey also mentioned because we were talking about last week, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Halloween or Christmas movie. Any feeling? Um, Halloween. Ooh. I actually just watched it again. Okay. Yeah, wow. A couple weeks ago, maybe. Okay. So. 
All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm more of a Christmas. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm saying, yeah, I said Christmas. Uh, Are you but- sure? Christmas. <laughs> I mean, I watched it as a Christmas movie, but like. Yeah, you even Halloween, watched it as though. A Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's just got the Halloween feel. I don't know. Uh, well, Corey says something that he and his fiance do is they've started watching the first half of Nightmare Before Christmas on Halloween and then waiting and finishing <laughs> it on Christmas. <laughs> wow. Uh, which is a definitely an interesting strategy. Yeah. Uh, I asked him to decide. I don't. I don't like okay. wishy washiness if, if people haven't picked up on it. And he says he's going to say it's a Christmas movie simply because mm. Christmas is in the title. <laughs> Come on. Uh, <laughs> That's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So before we go, we mentioned at the start, but one more time, what's the plan for the next couple episodes? Yeah. So the next one we're going to talk about, it's going to be our year in review of 2017. Yeah. So our, you know, the, the same stuff we've been doing, uh, movies, yeah. music. TV. Yeah, but this year, a modern right. one for know, a change. It's kind of we'll tough. See. I wish we were doing 2016 because I finally feel like I've consumed oh, 2016. Yeah. I, well, this, that's good. Yeah. I, want it to, I want it to be tough, I think. Fresh. Yeah. 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 Make the tough choices. Yeah. Know? So, if any of that stuff, movies, music, yeah. uh, books, TV, video games, it'll probably be our least Nickelodeon based episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but after that, mm-hmm. um, we'll be doing our 2017 podcast wrap-up yeah in which we'll be kind of going over the past episodes and guests and yeah. our past decisions yes <laughs> things that have been lingering because yeah. there's certain episodes where i go back just like you did today where you're like i should have said this about yeah. uh, doug any loose ends yeah yeah <laughs> uh we'll take a look at crep stars maybe uh some of our favorite guest moments uh, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't sure, know sure sure yeah. anything that anything strikes us yeah. yeah and so if you have anything yeah email yeah. us or uh, record some thoughts and we'll play it uh in the meantime if you want to get a hold of us we're on twitter at boc podcast we post polls and ask questions and we interact <laughs> uh we're also on instagram at uh orange couch podcast um easiest way to get in touch with us is uh, Orange Couch Podcast at Gmail. We're on Facebook. We're over forty now. So from wow. from the seeds of Chris's uh, 1994 playlist, <laughs> uh, we have now a sucked in a whole forty people with that. <laughs> Somehow suckered them into Facebook. Uh, no, and then you can check us out on iTunes and Podbean. And then of course, always most helpful is just making a recommendation or leaving a review. We really appreciate that. Um, that uh, it's the holiday, so uh, the best way to give back to Big Orange Couch if you've enjoyed it so far is just recommendations. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell a friend. Yeah. Um, Shannon, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. Uh, maybe we'll see you again sometime. Yes. Perhaps a Are You Afraid of the Dark? Since you've mentioned that, yeah. I think we'll be revisiting some of those again. Yeah. <laughs> at some point. I think I think we're we're trying to knock stuff off. That we haven't talked a lot about, yeah. so like yeah. Alex, yeah. Alex Mack, for for example. So we've done a lot of Are You Afraid of the Dark, but uh, it's oh, just a, it's just an, it's back. just an itch I like to scratch. Yes. yes. <laughs> Hope you guys don't mind. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Well, have a happy holiday, and we'll see you next time.
Christmas, baby. 